So am I better than I was yesterday? I think so. And I said that as I was coming up from the bathroom. And my husband said, here, let let me help you. (laughs) He said, I don't know how to put this. I don't know if, well, I don't. I appreciate that you that you think you're better, but you look like you're drunk. And I don't mean that to be mean, but let let me help you get back to the bedroom. And it's all I can do to stand up straight. I can't I can't I mean my body's pulling forward. I'm uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm cramping. I'm just lying in the bed, and, and I was looking, and I was like, my back of fin is so close, but it's so far. And I'm like, I can't reach it. And I waited for her to come back in, and and I said, could you just please get me my back of fin? He's like, yeah, where is it? And I said, it's right there at the bed. He said, oh, you're really in bad shape. I said, I just don't know what I am. I said, I, I don't know if I'm if I'm short something in my body. If, you know, like people talk about electrolytes and things like that. And I feel like my body's tensing up on the inside, but it's always been fascia for me. So I don't know. I don't know if, if I don't know if I'm lacking or I'm uh, lacking something. I don't know. And then you lie in bed and you sit here and you think about it. Oh, excuse me. I'm going to yawn. Oh, my stars. I can't believe I just did that. And I'm so sorry. Now, if you can't avoid, if you can avoid not yawning, I commend you. Because every time somebody yawns, it makes me yawn. I didn't mean to do that. I can't believe I can still be tired. I was up till well in the middle of the night. I was trying to do anything I could to make myself go to sleep. And I couldn't make myself go to sleep. I tried and I tried. And then when I kind of dozed off, it, you know, I kind of woke back up, you know. I, I, I mean, it was just... It was weird. It was like I was asleep, but I wasn't asleep. Does that make any sense? It was like I was up, and then I couldn't go to sleep, and it was all I could do to sleep. And then I dozed off, and then the slightest little thing would wake me up because I wasn't really in a deep sleep. So it's like I'm so tired but I just still can't sleep. And then in my mind, I've got all these things I want to do. I want to take care of the bills. I want to, I, I would like, I need to get up and shower. I don't, I didn't shower. Oh my stars. I did not. I did not shower yesterday. It was all I could do. And now my husband and my son went to Lowe's to go pick up something. He's working on the fence. And, you know, he's being a productive member of society. And me, I'm just lying in the bed. But I, I'm getting ready to yawn again. I'm never in my life. I can't believe I'm, am I this tired? Am I truly tired? But I don't feel like tired, like, oh, I worked out. And I'm exhausted from working out. I just feel spun. 
is that you know just spunt that's <laughs> that's what we say down here i don't know if that's appropriate wherever you are listening but i do i feel spunt i feel just like i'm just done and i i i don't have the energy to respond but i'm too tired to sleep i don't know and then i'm sitting here thinking about it i was trying to keep up i had like 50 welcome notes and stuff and i was like oh my goodness i've got to i've got to respond to these people i can't be rude and i was sitting there and i was reading some of the comments and then i saw interstitial cystitis and i went interstitial cystitis i had that back in the 80s and i remembered that they poured this liquid into my bladder and then it would come out through my pores i mean you smelt like a seafood buffet for a couple of days so you just didn't go anywhere and my fat granny she's the one that told me about this and i was trying because you know you sit here and you think about where did this illness come from in my family now yesterday i was thinking my goodness, my grandmother on my mother's side, she just couldn't get up. She couldn't do things. She had given birth to two children, you know. They just said it was depression, but was it this illness? And I think about it. She looked extremely youthful. And, I mean, if you go back and and you look at some of the things, I mean, she never went to the doctor never went to the doctor once she became a recluse and stayed in the house that was it no doctor came to her and she went nowhere and that was that you talked to her on the telephone and and you wouldn't know that she was a shut-in honestly and i mean that's what i guess you would call it and then i started thinking about my fat granny and that's my father's mother and she was fat granny because she was so skinny and my grandmother on my mother's side was a little overweight back in the day and my father at the time uh paul had said he was my biological father uh he told my mother he's he said well let's go we've got to go uh go see your mother let's go see your fat grandmother and my mother said paul You can't say that. Christy will say that. That's horrible. And that's when my tall, skinny grandmother said, You call me your fat granny, and I will be your fat granny. And she was five foot eleven, just as skinny as could be, and she was fat granny. And she had COPD, but I don't believe that could have been from this illness. It was from the Pall Malls that she smoked. She was from Carolina, and I guess they made them there, and she smoked them like candy. I guess you could smoke like candy. But, yeah, those little candy cigarettes, do they even have those anymore? I do not think they do. But she had COPD and horrific problems breathing. And then I wonder, was it more than just cigarettes? She had interstitial cystitis. She's the one that told me about my bladder and my issues. She tried to tell me that I had COPD as well, but I didn't smoke or anything like that. But I think she just 
And now I wonder if she didn't know something. Like, did she know, like, it, like she thought it would be inherited. Like, maybe her problems came on before she was smoking. I don't know. I'll never know. She's passed on. That side of my family has passed on. Uh, yeah, my dad just died a couple months ago, and, and uh, he had nothing to do with me. He gave me up for adoption, so... You know, I tried to connect with his brother. That didn't happen. That's a whole other story. But he adopted a new family, but they don't have any blood relations to me, so I can't share with them to find out if they had this. You just wonder, why? Why? Like, who started this in the family? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Was it on my mother's side? Was it on my father's side? I just, I'll never know. Now, I could ask Jennifer because she does that Ancestry.com and, and I could go and I could look because she gave me a book of all my ancestors and I could probably look and try to locate family members and try to find out, you know, a, a sister of my fat granny. I know there were several. I know she wasn't born on the Indian reservation like she told me she was, and I'm not Sioux Indian like she told me I was. It was just a rude awakening to find out at like 50-some years old that your whole life you think you're Sioux Indian because your grandmother told you this wonderful story pre-internet, and then find out that you're not, that your grandmother, your great-grandmother was Helena Christina Jorgensen. I don't think that's very Sue Indian now, is it? So, I don't have anybody to ask. And I could sit there and exhaust myself and exhaust my energy trying to figure out where it started. Or I could just keep striving to get better. And right now, you might be thinking, you're not striving very hard because you're stuck in the bed. You're, you're, you're hoping to take a shower. <laughs> but... I was in bed years ago with no hope of getting up. So, a little minor setback, a little bummed, a lot bummed. I've got some pain. It's minimal. I'm questioning whether I take anything or not. The back of it, I feel like just because it's just that twisting inside my body. It's just the little spasms. And, and man, that hurts. And this tiredness. Trying to figure out. I always thought, well, shoot. If I was just tired, I could fight that. And I wonder if me fighting being tired has led me to walking, looking like I'm drunk. I can't barely stand. It's more than just being tired. I was fighting the tiredness. I was working through it. I was tired when I was doing the interviews. But it was fine. I was tired driving my son to his appointments. And when my body kind of just stopped, I wasn't in pain like I normally am. I wasn't sitting there hanging on the kitchen counter trying to cook a meal in pain. So I have improved. I just haven't figured this little bit out yet. But I will. Bet your bottom dollar. I'm going to figure it out. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe 
I should have stopped before I was super tired. But that's going to be hard for me to do. I'm not good at pacing myself. But when you're not in pain, wow, this is going to be hard. I don't know how to do it. And I'm all stopped up. And I think that's from from working on my fascia around my nose. And now my nose is now working, which it hadn't done in years. I haven't had to deal with, with colds or anything, really. And now my body's starting to work. I mean, I got up, I think I changed clothes two times. The last time I sat there just lifting my shirt off my body because it was so wet. And I was too tired to get up to get a shirt. I was like, I'm, it's wet. I'm miserable. I'm cold. Let me just roll it up a little bit, put my hands underneath, and lift it off of my person until I can get the energy to get up out of the bed. Yeah, that's pretty daggone embarrassing to admit. But it was true, and it happened. Do you hear my stomach? I think my stomach is is rumbling, and I ate a pancake. That's all I wanted because anything else requires too much chewing. I don't feel like holding a spoon. Now, if my husband brought me a soda pop home from the Sonic, because the Sonic's right there by the Lowe's, I'd be a happy camper. Maybe that's my problem. I've gone back on the soda pop, and that's what's messing me up. But at this point, I'm holding on to dear hope. That it's these fascial adhesions that are weighing heavy in the back of my head, literally. <laughs> because it hurts to touch my head. And the ones that are in my foot and that, that are making it difficult to walk. It's, it's, it's like they're pulling and I can feel it. That's why I'm so hell-bent on getting these fascial adhesions out. Because now... As I have been getting rid of them, I mean, my body was covered in them. I did. I thought I had a rock-hard stomach. I was like, wow, it's so tight. It's good to go. It was fascia. You couldn't see my individual ribs because they were covered in fascial adhesions. The ribs coming from, from your clavicle down right before your breastbone. I mean, it was just a sheet of fascia. Now you can see individual ribs my c-section scar was sucked into my body now it's pooched out it's not like like puffy i mean it's like a normal piece of skin my tattoo where it hurt it hurt on my ankle once i released the fascial adhesions because it had gotten right to the bone. The fascia, I apologize if you hear my stomach because it is, I have no idea. I've been yawning. Oh, don't talk, don't say yawning because I will start to yawn. Oh, man. I'm so sorry. I've been yawning. My stomach's scrambling. All things that don't normally happen to me. But my tattoo. Where there's no meat on the ankle, 
I caused a major scar, and with sticky fascia, it pushed down and just stuck to my bone, and I could feel it. I could always feel my tattoo with my eyes closed. Well, there was so much pain in my ankle, and when I realized that it was fascia and I was able to release the fascia around my tattoo, my tattoo changed appearance where it was no longer sunken in. It came out like normal skin on my ankle. We scar differently. It's not normal. And we live like it's normal. And for me, it just created fascial adhesions and made things worse. So at this point, the pain that I have is in the three areas where I had the most trauma occurred and happened to my body. When I was five years old and I fell and my face hit the ground, it's in the back of my head and my jaw, my right foot where the truck ran over it right now is just hurting. It's just throbbing. And my left side, which has suffered the canoe incident and the table incident, those are the areas of my body that hurt. I was in chronic all over body pain a few years ago and I was stuck in bed and it hurt to have the sheet touch my legs. So yeah, I might be stuck in the bed today. I might be able to get up and get a shower. I might not. But I'm not as bad as I was two years ago. And I've got to be grateful for that. Don't know why, but I've got to be grateful. Because I could be a heck of a lot worse. And I might not feel like reaching for the back of it. And that's my next energy exudement. Yes, that's a word today. I am going to try to figure out what is zapping my energy so badly is it the fact that I just have no appetite and I don't eat properly I mean I've been tested I've got my nutrients and stuff when I got real bad I was malnourished and I lost the 23 pounds I'm eating maybe not the best but I'm, I'm eating better than I was a couple years ago so I just don't know. And they always talk about, you know, the spoons and going down and burning the matches. And I, I like using the matches because once the matches are gone, I'm all burnt out. But I'm not in pain. Except in those little spots I told you about. And I'm just bound to determine... If I could get rid of those nagging little areas, which they're a lot less painful than they were. It's just taking time. It's taking a lot of time.
but I feel like it's almost there and I feel like it's going to happen. And I'm then thinking, I'll battle this fatigue thing. Trying to figure that out. What little bit of time I've spent talking with you, I can feel my eyes starting to just kind of shut. And I'm starting to think, I just want to go to sleep. And I'm wondering, can I go to sleep? And then I start thinking, where did this come from? But does it really matter? Where did it come from? No, what matters is making sure that you know how to handle it from here on out and to make sure your son does not suffer. So that is going to be my objective. It'd be nice to know which side of the family, if not both sides of the family that it came from, It'd be nice to talk to somebody in my family that could share with me their experiences, but I don't have that luxury. So, I've got you to chat with and to learn from, and I'm grateful and thankful that you take the time to come back, and I thank you for the messages, and I love learning from you. Thank you for the ideas, and thank you for tuning in. I hope you're having a great day. I hope your pain is minimal. If you're not able to get out of bed, I hope you're not so hard on yourself. And if you're able to get up and go hiking, go have a jolly day. So thank you so much for listening. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.